We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends NRL Adoro a Rugby League podcast that this season is Guardano La Pala Siena Cadere. I think it's Cadere. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T Views on my own and I'm recording these views on the Ruben, nah, on the cloud table with everyone's best friend OD. How are you sir? Doing very well mate. Back at it for another week. Uh, big weekend of rugby league. Looking yeah. forward to breaking it down. <laughs> sounds so professional. I love it. You obviously watch a lot of those shows, listen to a lot of those pods. You're doing a better job than me. Uh, did something fantastic, though, worth mentioning happen on the weekend? Um, I managed to put together a flat pack cot for my daughter. Because you went shopping last week or two weeks ago? Yeah, so we ordered it, it got delivered, put it all together. Um, you know, relationship was on the rocks midway through. Did you do it together? Yeah, had oh to. It was God. one of those ones where someone had to hold one end up while mm, you do stuff at the, the other end. Yeah. yeah, it was real difficult. But we made it through. And um, apart from that, I cleaned a barbecue, which is probably the worst like household job there mm. is. Mm. That was absolutely putrid. Uh, but it's done now and sausos are back on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, but which bit are you cleaning? Because I, I grew up being told you're not allowed to. It was a top to bottom because I went to use it two weeks ago and yeah. opened it up and after all that rain there was mold all around. Oh yeah, no. So I had to okay. give it the full like got the gurney out, the antibacterial. Fuck. Yeah, it was like a proper top to tail mm. scrub for that bad boy. But I cannot wait to cook on it now. It's looking mm. so good. Um, but yeah, you, I think you got to be careful, sp- sp- like especially with a gurney. Like if you spray water up some of the hoses and stuff, I had to like yeah, take goes. shit over and. Um, I once did it with where I took the grates off and like had a real go at it because I was the same. It was on my balcony for ages and, and she got a bit dodgy. And I absolutely fucked my bathtub because I was, I was washing it because I don't have a gurney. So I was washing it in the shower and then like was turning it over and dropped it and just like chipped a huge part of my oh. bathtub out. And I was like, oh, no. Nah. I was hoping that the missile would come home and go, oh, wow, great job. But instead it was just like, hey, when are we renovating the bathroom again? Oh, God. <laughs> Can it be sooner? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's definitely sooner. one of those jobs you want to air task up. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that again. But the sauces are worth it, mate. That's it. And so, yeah, I've just realised how much of a dad I am. That's like the highlight of my weekend <laughs> is cleaning a barbecue and putting a cot together. How sad. Uh, I did all of my football watching, except for the Thursday night game, <laughs> on, uh, on a trip away. I went away again. So I went to the Kangaroo Valley. So all of the football's on the radio because in the Kangaroo Valley, allegedly, no, not allegedly, I lived it, they had, um, their internet is... is restricted so the internet you get each household gets a, a certain amount per day i went away with like nine adults and four kids so the internet was cooked by about 10 a.m yeah. from music and and abc for kids and whatever so trying to watch um ko in the, in the evening was just never going to happen so i had to just listen to everything on the radio uh, but it was great and driving home got to listen on the radio it was it was a good time it's a different experience though, yeah right like how do you do you find it 
uh, colours the way that you value what people do. You yeah. can't see work off the ball as yeah. much. And, and, and they're telling me what is good and what isn't good. Yeah. So they're just like, <laughs> he does a great pass, he does a, a terrible tackle there. And I'm was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do anyway. I trust this guy? <laughs> Yeah, ABC, uh, ABC Grandstand, I trust everything they say, more than my own eyes, so. <laughs> Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Your Mighty West Tigers versus Bad Life Titans. I want to start with a big positive straight away. So, Palmer, Chicken Palmer, friend of the pod and, uh, and friend of ours, mm-hmm. he had the craziest bet on that I'd never heard of before. He, sports bet, or whichever, I don't want to give them an ad, so whoever it was, whichever betting agency is, is a part of all of them, so it could have been any of them, had a stake at 12 minutes and you put up, sorry, they, they put a time of 12 minutes and then you put up a stake and for every minute before that time they've allowed, you are paying um, the multiplier of that and then any minute after that, you're, pay, you're getting paid out the multiple of that for a try. So for example, in this game, the Tigers versus um, Titans, they put up 12 minutes, Palmer put up $20, and then every minute either side of that to multiply. So he had to pay, if there was a try in the first minute of the game, he had to pay 12 minutes times $20. Yeah. And then every minute that goes by, he has to pay less and less and less until they get to 12 minutes and it's zero each. And then for every minute after that, he's getting paid $20. That fucking asshole let him score to the 80th minute, the guy cashed out over a grand on this crazy bet. <laughs> and, and they almost scored, everyone almost scored. Thompson almost scores you know, in the first couple of minutes and drops the ball and he never drops that ball. And then Palmer pulls that over a grand on this crazy bet. Anyway. So do you have to choose when you pull it, like when you cash the bet or is it just... No, you just have to wait. You, you, oh they my. give you a time. And so you go, yeah, this is a good bet. 12 minutes. There's not going to be that many. And if I put $20, the most I have to pay is this. Um, but after that, you and then you, you, you choose to stake. But anyway, send me a screenshot of it. And I was like, I don't know. Did you lose? What are you showing me this for? And then he was saying, no, no, no. I'm every minute now. I'm getting paid. And so every time he's just counting down, it literally going 60, 59, barely watching the game. And then gets to zero. Yeah. Goes again. <laughs> oh, Gambling's amazing if yeah. it works for you. Well, that's it. Unbelievable. Right? You don't hear about the other stories. Nah. <laughs> well, how much you probably lost that night or that, that broke him even. Uh, the other positive I want to talk about, the Titans defense was excellent all game. They were so, I mean, the, the score was low. One, because of crazy errors, but two, because the Titans put on some um, great things. Um, beautiful Tiger. Oh, that was the other thing, the weird thing that happened in this game. So the, obviously the game ended, and we'll get to that. I just wanted to get through some things that I was thinking about at the time. Game ended. I was still in shock, and the most beautiful Tiger came out. She just bought a new dress, and she was asking me how it was. And I cannot imagine <laughs> a worse time. And I, was, I felt like I did a great job. Anyone else there would have been like, wow, Big T, you really nailed that. But I was just like, okay, yeah, that looks lovely. But like, I would have looked like someone had died. You know what I mean? I was just yeah. white. And she was just like, what do you think of the back though? And I was like, it looks great, sweetheart, really. You look fantastic. Picking up the pieces of your heart off yeah. the floor. And she was like, okay. And then asked me something else. And I was like, oh, please, please. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't understand what I'm going through right now. So it was an amazing time for her to ask that uh but she do it on purpose i don't know hey like <laughs> we, we're together 24 7 hey and then she just finds that with one thursday and i'd ask me about this dress anyway it was a great dress in hindsight um but then twitter helped me pick up the pieces which was so important uh, and i spent maybe an hour just trying to process what I had just seen just through watching everyone on social media speaking of social media fuck they hated this game yeah, you got to watch it live. Worst, worst game of in a hundred years and stuff. <laughs> like this game. Yeah, um, and I was I found myself cursing you when I was 
when I was like, <laughs> I have to watch this whole game. <laughs> um, but then, you know, any game of football is better than not watching football, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I keep trying to tell myself. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just, I mean, when there's no tries scored, you can, it's easy to bag a game. Mm. But there are plenty of, you know, great tackles, like great defensive reads, stuff that you can still enjoy. So I didn't find it as bad as everyone was saying. I think it's part of that everyone pile on the Tigers yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and look, they're making it easy. Yeah. Like, one big thing for me was they had Ken Mamalo, who'd be the world's tallest winger, and versing Corey Thompson, the world's mm. shortest winger. And they didn't kick to him enough. Like, I just didn't understand how that wasn't part of a strategy for mm. them. Little things like that really frustrated me. Um, and I actually wanted to ask you about um, Jacob Little mm. and Simkin. Like, who would you rather have at dummy half? Yeah, Jacob Little didn't have a good game, hey? And that's, yeah. But Little also doesn't put in, and like, he's still young and un- underdone, so I don't think he puts in that kind of, same kind of effort we saw from Harry Grant. So it's a really hard situation in defence, I mean. So I don't know. I, don't, I think they're both first graders. I just don't think they're playing particularly well at the moment. It's hard also when we're not generally playing well so it's hard to judge anyone really at the moment <coughs> Luke and uh, the guy who was the the 5'8 at the moment for us both of their kicks weren't deep enough all game and so that Mamalo thing just couldn't happen either because we were dropping it 20 metres out rather than ball there. Jock yeah. Madden he's Jock more of, Madden, he's more of a you. running 5'8 I don't think so I think he's tro- well if he is he's being told to be an organising one so yeah. he's not very big and he's not very fast so at Gene Irvine 12, he tweeted, some journalists will describe this game as one for the purists, which is game, which is code for the game's shit ass. Um, but I was on Twitter trying to tell everyone, it's like if you go to a school play and you're there to see your kids and then a whole bunch of other strangers will turn up to come and watch some fucking theater and you're like, no one told you this was going to be good. Yeah. You, t- you decided to watch this. Don't, don't get the shits with the parents. We're all sitting here trying to watch our kids play. We know they're terrible, but give us a break. And so they're on there. Yeah, absolutely having a go at us, but... Um, there's not much I could do. I just had to sit there and watch my kid. <laughs> watch, watch your kid child. stumble through his lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone I put that up, someone said it was just Luke Brooks tr- dressed as a tree smiling <laughs> on the back of the stage. <laughs> it was so good. Anyway, also, um, Bogues to Zooners. I, I don't know how I'm saying that, Bogues. Sorry, buddy. A woeful game of rugby league football. Two um, teams, who are named, teams whose names start with the letter T should be cut from the comp. Titans, Tigers, The Storm, The Roosters. <laughs> so it's a great narrative. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, now, the ending was incredible. It was obviously terrible for me, but there was a, it was one of those games. I think well, what I realised is I can laugh and enjoy a game while even while it's falling apart because there is always like, I wonder how it's going to end. So so one of the times we get a repeat set, one of the very few times we get a repeat set, um, Noffa picks up the ball runs sideways, classic knife, hits a big left foot, bursts straight through the line, and he's in the backfield. He's just full back to beat. And he looked like he was going to beat him. Titans' defense is incredible. Someone tackles him behind, probably um, um, Tino, and he drops the ball. And I laughed out loud going, oh, this is this game's crazy. It's got, oh, my God. When we catch the ball in the, or collect the ball in the in goal, get tackled, the ball comes out and he scored, I also laughed. I got up laughing going, no, no, couldn't believe it, laughing. But then 20 seconds later, I couldn't laugh anymore. That once the game had finished and the times were celebrating, all of that laughing thing was obviously a facade because I just fell down. Like, I just couldn't deal with that. It laughing. was hectic. Laughing yeah. to stop from crying. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, I feel like we've had a few of those games this season already where the ball, like the game is in the balance while the so ball is in play. Mm. And I think that's 
And as, as well, I guess it sort of ties into the really close score lines as well. Like this comp is just getting better and better. And even the world's worst game had you on the edge of your seat. Um, you know, and I mean, can't say enough about rugby league. Yeah. Because, I mean, when Jimmy got that um, penalty and you got the, the two points and mm. went ahead, I was like, that could be the game-winning play. Mm. And it's just some innocuous little like offside um, or obstruction call. Um, and I thought, oh my gosh, like a prop has won this game at the other end of the field. And yeah. then it turns out that no, he hadn't. That reminds me, one of our penalty players was one of the smartest players we've seen in football this side of the Melbourne Storm, where we're sit, we're, we had a scrum in front of the goalposts, put the ball in, hold the ball up, they break early, and then we pull the ball out, just kind of like, we, we've got nothing on here, just they're outside there, right? And then, yeah, they were. Great penalty, thanks. Um, I was just like, that's so smart. That's exactly the kind of crap. Because Melbourne do awesome stuff. They did it actually against, even when they were destroying whoever they played, the Bulldogs. They do stuff where they have a scrum, like 10 metres out. The opposition has a scrum 10 metres out from their line. And they deliberately don't pack it in time. And they're just like, oh, guys, it's now a tap. And they're like, yeah, better. We'll all just now stand on our try line. And we have our full set there rather than trying to do five on five across... You know, it's just so smart. When, when I saw it, yeah. and they were deliberately doing because you got thirty seconds or whatever, and the referee's like, "Guys, pack in," and like, "Yeah, no, we will. Just give us a minute." <laughs> it was, yeah, that kind of stuff. Fixing the hair. Yeah. Oh yeah, the paps in the back, <laughs> getting ready for his next intercept. Uh, at Jesse HW tweeted, "That's really awful. I feel for them." And at CDM nineteen o ninety o one, my God, I don't, e- I don't even know what to say about this game. Poor, poor Madge. His face was heartbroken. I mean, ha- where are we at now with the Madge thing? His face was heartbroken. He was red. Like, he just didn't, wasn't even shouting. It's so tough because there have been a couple of really close games. And before, this, like, a ball had been kicked this season, people would have said the Titans are, you know, going to make the eight yeah. and all this sort of stuff. But without wins, you know, the, the calls just get louder for Madge. I think... I hate the idea of chopping a coach mid-season. Mm. Um, I think they should give him the rest of this, or at least until the origin period, to you know show some signs of life. Um, I think you see effort from the players. You obviously see effort from Madge. You hear that everyone's putting in at training. Uh, it's just not coming together on the field, and I don't know what that comes down to, or, or where you can attribute that responsibility. But mm. surely it's got to be on both sides, players yep. and coach. So I'm going to say give him give him till origin. <laughs> What about, here's one as well, Pies 3 He said, a heartbreaking soul-destroying as it is to be a Tiger supporter, just imagine being a player. And I wanted to bring that up because that's exactly what I thought about. Jock Madden, he's only got five, maybe ten games in first grade to show everyone, if not the Tigers, another team that he should be there. He's definitely a good enough footballer to be playing first grade, but he's never going to forget that. He'll be going to sleep at, at the age of 60, remembering that time he dropped that ball there and then all those other people Dane Laurie who had a, a good enough game obviously your boy was good all those guys that would have worked their entire lives playing this game they play a game like that and it just you know that it'd have to sit with them at least this week for the entire year or yeah Jimmy Jimmy messaged after him was just like mate it's a cruel cruel sport rugby <laughs> league <laughs> and I was just like mate you you can hold your head up high a lot of people in the team can but unfortunately it's just the way the cookie crumbles. Luciana Leilua was one who was just so great both sides of the ball. And David Fafita had almost a non-existent game because Luch, any time he had the ball, Luch destroyed him. It was all right. over him. Mm. How good was his defence? Mm. Like, dragging people out. I can't remember who the Titans player was yeah, on that edge that. right towards the end. Just, mm. like, 
he didn't have to like get back up and make that second effort on the yeah. tackle, but he did, and he dragged him out and turned turned that part of the game around. Yeah, I, I I'm really surprised with how the grit that he's shown, considering the way his brother left the club and all that sort of. <laughs> he drama. hasn't left the club. He's in the reserve grade. Is he really? Yeah, he's still got another year with us. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, I just... Well, I mean, fuck. I think that that shows a lot about Luciano's character because mm. you could easily have expected him to just be like, oh, my, they've treated my brother like crap. I've got one more year here. I'm just going to coast through, make sure I don't get injured. But he tries his ass off every week. Mm. So a lot of respect for Luch. Yeah. And he's and the only one who looks likely in attack. Yeah. Oh, And it, it drills me to my teeth and probably the players too that they know he makes every time he goes into the line he makes half a break and will offload but there's just no one there no one, to no take that offload him. and they would know that like if I know it then imagine the, the entire team would know it, but it just means that they just can't each time no one whatever for whatever reason there's just they couldn't get that one, someone there it's devastating for him and for everyone else at Camper 37 summed it up perfectly though he said God has abandoned the West Tigers <laughs> which is exactly what's happened school the score was, oh, it's a tough one to remember. There were so many, so many points. Uh, eight six. Yeah, and honestly, all weekend at different times intermittently, just processing it, I've just said over and over again, he dropped the ball in the in goal <laughs> and they scored. Like, just cannot deal. It's mind-boggling. Uh, so in the, in the Hyper M's, the Titans got three points for Sexton, for Fida somehow got two, and Brimson got one. I thought... This is why I love looking at this, because the whole game, I was like, man, we are really keeping Brimson quiet. He, he's a guy who, when we played them last year, he scored, I think, off a kickoff and things like that. He, he was devastating for us. And I was thinking that game, I wonder if six is good for him, because he just doesn't seem to have the space, space. that he had when he was a fullback. But yeah. anyway, Kevin seen it differently, saw it differently. And then for the Tigers, he had Madden three, Laurie two, and Leilua one. And again, I finished that game going, obviously Madden had that drop ball. But my um, before that, I was thinking, geez, this kicking game is killing me because um, just nothing was deep enough, but obviously he saw Madden differently. Maybe it, and maybe I don't look at the Tigers strongly enough in defence or something. But uh, interesting to see those people do it differently. Here's the worst dash, the most amazing thing that I read from the entire weekend. <clears throat> at Cricket Flog tweeted, this game is so bad, even Bruce Willis has lost his words. So, so that's amazing and horrible. One, I loved it because it's a timestamp of what's happening right now. So if anyone ever listens to this, time capsule of 2022 round four they're going to remember bruce willis also got diagnosed with whatever that Aphasia, thing is. yeah it is. but at at ca we 1993 tweeted about going that's fucked to be better which is a great response but beer boy 102 responded with uh if he gets any better he'll be hosting the 2023 oscars which is also great because it's tying in the will smith like just so many timestamps just through a rugby league banter love that thanks team that was great anything else on this um Incredible game before we move on? Um, no, not really. I think, yeah, I've, we've covered it all. I think there are a couple of moments where this match sort of turned and it was through effort and like wiliness from Tigers players. So I think there's still hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and just, I just still don't get why Mamalo wasn't jumping over the top of <laughs> Corey Thompson to catch balls. Um, and I said it last week, we're being unlucky. And this was a great, this was just the most ex- Freakish, easy weird. way to show that we're just really unlucky at the moment. Yeah. Culture Club versus Feet fans in there. Did you know this was a grand final rematch cup? Uh, well, the first and only thing I really want to say is at Devonor Dub said parents' defence could hold off the NFL All-Star team. They were so good. There were so many times, particularly I think there's a time when you're up, sorry, they're up maybe only by six or something like that. 
There's a great ball from, I think, Cody Walker to hit your boy, um, not the number 13, who's the captain, who Cameron... Cam Murray. Cam Murray. And he's going to score, burrowing in. And somehow, by the time the end of the, the, the tackle's finished, he's been physically turned around. He's yeah. facing his own goal line. I was thinking... By five Jesus. Panthers. And that weed, that was off the back of a break. So they were running to get back, back onside. Mm. And yeah, I thought... Uh, I thought that was a try for all money. Yeah. And it should have been. And there were a couple of times like that where you just saw like four or five black jerseys just swarming a player. And it's very reminiscent of, I mean, you see it from the Storm as well. Just more jerseys in the frame than you think should be there. Like, should, is there no one on the other side of the field? Like, how is this happening? We'd spread it. Because <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're all over here. Um, yeah, Panthers D, incredible. I mean, I think South showed some good signs, but I just... The production line at the Panthers. Oh no, we lost Brian Toto, the best winger in the game. We're just going to replace him with a Brian Toto clone. Yeah, yeah. You know that mm. um, that Taylor May was a gun. Like again, two weeks in a row, he's been carving. Isaac Tago, the centre yeah, inside it. him. Yeah, because they also lost Naden, and you know who was supposed to be the next greatest whatever to Canterbury. And he's playing okay for Canterbury, and, but you wouldn't know. And Burton. Yeah, and <laughs> like, Burton. They lose all these outside backs, and they've just got like young guns coming through, and these guys are playing like they're fifty-game veterans. Yeah, and they've played you know five, six games, and a lot of them played together coming through. So you're seeing a lot of that sort of synergy between them. Uh, it's, it's scary for the comp, I think. They're a good chance to go back to back. Mm. And that, I mean, that's got to be their whole club. That can't just be coaching, like NRL coaching. That's got to be such a great pathway, such a strong communication from, from like level to level. Grassroots. Yeah. And that, but even if you're playing in the game, the league below, you're still somehow connected to the first grade team so that all of that is seamless when you move up and then. Yeah. Running similar plays. Yeah. And having those calls. And similar culture things. and. Yeah, I think, I mean, a lot of people put it down to what Gus Gould did when he went there, you know, set up the pathways and, you know, created those really deep ties to the community. Um, and I haven't heard anything different, so I guess, mm. you know, Gus can t tip his hat and take a bit of credit for that. I mean, they've also got the biggest like catchment area for their juniors yep. and it's, um, you know, huge population out there of um, Samoan, Tongan, Māori, um, boys who are just meant to play the game of rugby league <laughs> you know and the, and they are and they're doing it so well um but yeah i think how did you see south i thought they played well i i'm pretty happy coming out of that game to mm -hmm. be honest um trying to the whole game every single like tackle i was trying to split cam murray and isaiah Yo, who, mm. who i'd rather have at 13 mm. and i think i'd go with cam murray purely because he's Hotter. Better looking, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah's um, got a terrible head. Yeah. yeah. But they're both such guns at like linking up that from that left side to the right, sort of right to left. They can go both ways. They can both tuck the ball under and poke their nose through or get an offload. They both never miss a tackle mm. or like make those tackles that are incredibly important in the scheme of the game. So I, 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 the whole game for me was pretty much just watching those two and trying to figure out who was better. Which in Cam Murray would go actually both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but I saw, I saw a couple of things that made me like pretty happy. Like Tom Burgess dropping a ball, um, which was par for the course mm. a couple of years ago. And he sort of rubbed it out and I was like, oh no, here we go. And then he came back and, you know, really tried to make up for it with a huge hit, which then injured another South player's elbow. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Like, this is, 
the stuff that I expected from him a couple of years ago. Um, but I just think for Souths, like it's starting to come together. I think having Latrell at the back gives everybody else in that backline confidence. Um, should we discuss the Jackson Paulo Tane Milne? <laughs> I'd love to because so many of the points for the for the Panthers came on the right hand side for South and and I attribute at least one of them to him coming in, him just playing the weirdest spacing where he's either too close to um, Campbell or he's too far away from Campbell and, and jams in there because he realises he's got too much space there, and and what's his the big bloke um, the second roller for Panthers kick out it just exploited it and he doesn't I mean he's great but he doesn't have the Cam Murray ball passing decision making skills but was looking incredible looked like uh, he did yeah on when to hold it and when to throw it so some soft hands but the Milne when I sent you that video where <laughs> South scored that great try through Cody Walker backing up and Milne throws a, a ball to AJ and is celebrating 40 <laughs> metres <laughs> doesn't even follow the play yeah. stops with his hands up and then the, and there's still another pass to go I mean yeah. I don't and know and there were defenders everywhere <laughs> Yeah. I was watching and then it. mouthed off afterwards. Yeah, to he's, yeah. yeah he's right up my alley. He's I love so Tane Milne. He's so funny. I watched that and laugh so hard. It was amazing. He gets so aggro. Mm. And I do usually love that in a player, but I know that it's going to come back to bite us at some point this season. Can you imagine Alex Johnson getting tackled there and then they want to do like a short side play or something and he's like way out of I mean, Demetrio would have killed him in the video room. Like, what are you doing he'll, here he'll still, when the play's now up there? He'll still get hammered. Yeah. Or you'd hope so. You'd hope that he would really cop a serve for that. Like, good on him for being confident in his, in his team. But yeah. that's, yeah. So can't. who got a point there? Who got the negative point that game, do you think? I think purely for that, it's got to be Tane Mill. Are we keeping track of this? No, <laughs> well, I would have come down. I, at the end of that game, other than that video, I was happy to say it was um, your bloke. Yeah, yeah, because he just... I feel so bad for wingers, hey, because they just get served no matter what. If, the, if, your, winger, if your opposition winger scores around you, everyone's like, oh, why, why don't you just stand in front of him? But if then the second row of bundles over your centre and there's no one there why holding up the ball, why him? wasn't he... In? Yeah, you just, yeah, it would be tough. such a hard... I mean, you're, the, the wing is so dependent on what the centre does. So if mm. the centre comes in, the wing has got to come in hard. But the whole time they're watching the halfback, waiting to like see a floater come over the top. Like <laughs> or a kick. Or, yeah, yeah, they've just got so much to think about. Yeah. I think, again, Milne was solid in defence um, and has, takes the tough carries out of his own end. I think he's pretty solid. Um, but yeah, just the attitude <laughs> gets him... Gets him uh, the one point this week for me. I've got to give... Uh, we're going to talk about attitude again in just a moment. Can, can you remember the score? Uh, 26 to 12, yes. And it wasn't indicative of the game. I thought it was much closer than that. Uh, the hyper M's for that one. Penrith's three points went to Edwards, two to Lulawai and one to Isaiah Yo. And then, of course, South three was Ilias, two was Murray and one was Graham. So there's Yo and Murray... And this person also thought that Murray was a slightly better than Yo, may have been the great head effect. <laughs> yeah. um, Graham, I also, that was a guy I remember last week as well, just going, giving uh, Graham points, and I wasn't really sure why by the end of the game. I couldn't remember something that he'd done, but I was just like, this centre is just in everything. And, and he's one of the guys getting towed with Jackson Paulo, but he doesn't look like, actually, one of the times he falls down, I think it was the first try, he falls Slipped down over. accidentally, yeah, so I don't ever feel like he's making the problems anyway. At Bunny Brethren, congrats, Panthers fans, you boys. Well, awesome tonight. Enjoy the win. Bunnies are looking good tonight. Better things to come the season with us. I love Bunny Brethren. She's always great around this. Um, but before we move on, attitude. <coughs> at Jaden Baker 23 Annual Jerome Lillowise a fuckwit tweet. And at RJ Corrigan, sometimes there is being a bad winner. Is there a more punchable face than Jerome Lillowise? 
Now, I'm going to suggest... Well, I, I just want to hear what your reaction immediately is. See, I've got a, I do have a, an opinion on this. I loved the brash young Panthers to an extent, and I think Luai sort of embodies that and mm. is the face of it. Mm. Um, I think it's getting a bit much for me now and it might just be me being salty after the grand final last year um but i think generally you've like whenever you see the behind the scenes stuff at origin or the panthers he just seems like a really good natured sort of larrikin cheeky sort of guy um and i think that comes through on the field and when there's a lot of emotion in a game um i think it's easy for you to go fuck this guy Mm. um but i think he still plays the game in the right spirit a person I don't think does is Stephen Crichton. I think he's oh, off, yeah, he's right. often like niggling or being, you know, he won't have a hand in a play, but he'll come in and you know mouth off at someone. Or I just from what I've seen, mm. I feel like he's got a much worse attitude than Luai. Yeah, I would I would agree. I think Luai comes in and says loud enough for you to hear. Fuck, I'm enjoying this. This is great. We're telling these fuckwits. Whereas Crichton, I think, turns to you and says eat a fucking dick like yeah, yeah. he makes it about he, he says I hope you're not enjoying this rather than Lulawai just loudly says that he's really enjoying it Yeah. one I think comes from a place of love but he hopes that you're hearing it whereas the other one comes from I really want you to be upset this isn't about me winning it's about you losing kind of thing yeah yeah I think that's such yeah. a good way to put it um, um, and I, so I'm not too too worried about Jerome Lulawai I also think this is the Australian thing of he's a winner and people just hate watching people win yeah it's like people call it poppy syndrome but I think it's I want to call it like winnest like racist but against winners like once you see people winning all the time you hate watching them win it's like everyone hated the broncos yeah. back in the day everyone hates melbourne yeah. and the roosters yeah yeah success breeds contempt or success breeds um i guess just jealousy and because anything. melbourne did this the opposite way where they were extremely gracious and and almost emotionless until they won a grand final then they were really excited but never at someone mm. but then the, everyone called them robots and horrible and no one liked them and you know it was just, you know, it's, no matter what you do, mate. And I don't really like Melbourne or the Panthers because I get towed by all of them all the time, but I can definitely appreciate, I think Lulawai is just doing a great job. And, and also because, um, as you said in that origin camp, when he's got the music and everything's happening, he just seems like such a joy to be around. And if he's winning and he's a joy to be around, what a great bloke. Yeah. And speaking of like that sort of player, did you see Melbourne's reception for Josh Adokar? No. His return to Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, standing ovation. They made a big deal of it. That's oh. good culture at that yeah. club. Mm. And he's the sort of player who, you know, he's not as abrasive as Jerome Lewite, but just that energy, positive energy, mm. always good for a laugh, tries his ass out on the field, yeah. you know, gets around his teammates. I think you need them in your team. Mm. Parramatta vs Mad Dragoons, no, Drongos, sorry, Mad Drongos. So there's two reasons uh, for the Mad, for this name. Parramatta Sala is a festival, an Indian festival they have in Parramatta. Um, and I just love saying the word Parramatta Sala. And then the Mad Dragons podcast, Vodcast, has one of the most wild fans you've ever seen. It's phenomenal. I've got to show you one of these videos one day. He's all in all the time. Um, and then Drongos, because at Lizzie underscore P tweeted, petition to rename the Dragons to the Drongos sign here. And it was a great, <laughs> it was a great tweet. So Mad Drongos it is. Uh, at Eels TCT. Wait, is Dylan Brown good? Weird. And at RL, uh, Andrew RLP, this is currently a game of two halves, Brown and Moses. They were phenomenal in this game. Yeah, those, that was in my notes. I said, is this the, the turning point where they both are just going to turn it on? Because usually you'd get time. one or the mm, other, mm. or you'd get neither of them. Very rarely would you get them both carving. 
Um, and I think it's been Parramatta's expectation for a few years that they would just carve to their, to the, to their potential, I guess. Because, you know, they've had big raps on Dylan Brown and Moses was the next big thing. Mm. Um, and I think they're really starting to come into their own mm. and just dominating the game, like, individually. Like, it wasn't always just, a, like, Dylan Brown, just hard left foot step through the line, like, run 25, 30 metres to score. Moses kicking for himself from yeah. the same sort of distance out. Like, mm. I mean, there should have been a fullback around. <laughs> but like, They just made a break. Because I watched that again, because I also thought the same thing. But they just made a break. They're, they're smart enough to see that that fullback's in that tackle and his marker and is now trying to track back. But Moses is fast, has eyes up football, and then... Um, and scored it. It was phenomenal. Yeah, beat a winger. Yeah, beat a winger around and yeah, beat yeah. Him for, in a foot race. Yeah, he's a gun. Maybe the maybe the whispers at the start of the year are showing some signs of life. The Eels might might be their year where they get close. I am. Um, I was the Dally. I was the um, Hyper M's point person in this game. And when Brown throws this beautiful cutout floating ball and hits, it's not rubber. It's whatever the winger is. And Wanga Blake doesn't have to stop his stride, just hit him straight in the chest, running as hard as he likes, and then scores. It was one of the. It was such a great pass. I almost gave him three points there. Like it was just like that's enough for me. I, don't, I can stop watching the game. No one's going to do a better pass than that for the entire game. Unfortunately, we're going to hear about a better pass just at the end of this game. But it was such like that when you get both of them doing it and their own style of greatness, not just mm. like um, just trying to be a good halfback, but doing what Mitchell Moses does really well and what Brown does really well. It was just incredible. Yeah, that pass was like, if it was any more out in front of him, chance to bobble it, anywhere below him, uh, behind him, he had to slow down. Lower, he would have slowed down to catch mm. it. Higher, he would have had to slow down to catch it. It was like pinpoint. And so far and running, you know what I mean? It was just yeah. so good. Uh, but let's look at the other side. Oh, uh, just one other thing. Uh, we were giving RCG some heat because he was on the um, Hyper M's, but he played really good in this game, and I realised that maybe I'm just watching Parramatta closely enough because he was he was great. So I was completely yeah. wrong about that. Ben's the linebacker. I mean, all their forwards are like big, strong, aggressive, and can get an arm free, and mm. I think that just causes so much trouble for a lot of teams, particularly teams that sort of thrive in like an arm wrestle or in you know they play structure um, and they sort of can't handle it when unstructured play comes at them yeah um, and when you've got a when you've got a hooker like um marnie who can throw such a long incredible pass and and is game aware to just look for an offload all the time and then he's hitting those halves that are that are peaking and with speed when they've got so much toe i mean like it's that's that's hectic yeah. for any defensive Front line foot football at dylan uh vila he said pretty disappointed that sloan and amona dumped just after two defeats no team is going to make the top eight with m by at fullback and bird at five eight Keep the faith, kids. So you and I talked for the first two weeks about how Dragons were going to be okay, the kids were just kids, they need some more time. Next minute, they get yeah. dumped and you get this. And by who we had at the Tigers, and I was always a bit okay about him, definitely should be playing football, I just know in my team. The, um, he, was, he, did not, he would be upset with how he played in this game. Uh, and same with Bert. I just don't know where Mbai plays. What's his position? Yeah. Like, he's a gun. He's a gun footy player. Seems like a lovely person, someone you'd oh, want at a, a nice club. Bloke. Mm. But where do you put him? Like, he's the peachy of it. Like he's just in that peachy group. Yeah, I mean, maybe thirteen is the spot for him. Hi. Sorry. Um, I think, yeah, it's tough for it's tough for Mbai to come in, and I guess when Hook makes those changes, he wants a result. Mm. He's 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 trying to get something to happen, mm. and it just 
did not work. And I mean, I think the thing with youth is you've got to give it that time. And, and Hawkers just, for whatever reason, decided that they need some time in reserve grade. Yeah, yeah, I'm not about it. Let's, before we move off this game, let's talk about that crazy try at Eels TCT again. Bryce Cartwright, on oh my word, and at Big Data in Rugby League. Cartwright with the try assist of the century. Ball goes right, they hit. It was a great pass already, that a short ball um, to, to Nathan Brown. Mm-hmm. Hits a great line. He's getting tackled somehow, gets an offload, which is incredible. Hits Bryce Cartwright, who in the air yeah, yeah. changes hands and then, and then basketball passes around the back of his um, back. And then and then hits Moses who scores, like, and you're already up by forty. I mean, maybe that's it why you throw the pass, but yeah, yeah, so good. I think like that's a pretty good call by assist of the century. Like you don't see silkier hands than that from a player who's in midair facing the wrong way. Like you can't even be sure Moses is going to be there. Yeah, and he, the way he just softened that ball up, like it wasn't a hard catch. Fling. Mm. It just sort of like. Put enough spin on it that it just curled around in the air until Moses grabbed it. He's been on the field four minutes. You know what I mean? Like he was classic Bryce Cartwright, though. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he was he was the biggest what if. Mm. You know, with showing those sorts of skills, he's obviously lacking in other areas that make a complete footballer. Because if you can do that on a field, there's got to be some other stuff going on that's keeping you off the field, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, at, whether it's attitude in defence, which has been, for a long time, been, you know, the, the knock on him. Um, and I think rightfully so. Yeah. Remember that time, that footage of the Titans thing where he pulled out of the tackle yeah. on the line? You're like, what's going on in your head, mate? Mm. Um, but yeah, mate, you don't see better hands than him on a forward. Yeah. And that all starts from uh, Marnie, really long ball that hits Moses. It starts that whole thing. It's fantastic. He's great to watch. I love that hooker. Score? Uh, 46 to, uh, 48 to 14. Yeah, and I was looking for the 50 from the Melbourne game and the Eels game, but what are you going to do? Uh, I did the Hyper M's on this. My Dragons three points went to Suli, who I thought was good. It was really hard to find good players, to be honest, on <laughs> Dragons, but mm. Suli had a good first half. Uh, Moller and uh, McCullum, because he, he was solid in defence like always. Eels, three point, ended up hanging to Moses. Brown got the two points, but it was very close. And Isaiah Papali'i got the one point because he's just, I mean, constantly a phenomenal always player. Oh. Which Brown, Dylan or Nathan? It was, um, it was Dylan. Okay, yeah, 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 just got to clarify that. Because yeah. <laughs> Nathan Brown's a gun as yeah, well. Yeah, he played well. Couldn't believe Seattle let him go. And the Tigers, mate. Oh yeah, <laughs> oof. <laughs> <laughs> just love the game but more than that i love the community if you're a fan of rugby league or the nrl you'll love big tees tees unique affordable and made for fans find a link to the online store in the show notes below you'd look good in one of big tees tees hi i'm ali and i'm lulu and this is lulu, lulu and, and ali's tippy tipping <laughs> it is round five Okay, cool. So the first game Thursday, it is Knights versus Eels. Sea, oh. sea Eagles, sorry. What do you think it is? Sea Eagles. Sea Eagles? Mm-hmm. I think I tipped the Sea Eagles too. Let me check my tips. Uh, I think... No, actually, I want the Knights. Mm, okay. Because they are coming forth. Yes. Warriors and Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys. Yeah, I think Cowboys too. What about Broncos and Roosters? 
Bronx. Roosters. Oh yeah, Roosters. Well, they did smash. Yeah, the, true, um, true. They did smash. What team was it last week? What team was it last week? Uh, some team. Yeah. Okay. We'll never know. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. No. Okay. I'll just give up on that. Raiders versus Storms. Uh, Storm. Yeah, me too. Rabbitohs versus Dragons. Rabbits. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They have a ninety percent thing on them. Okay, Titans versus Eels. Uh, Titans. Titans. Yep. I'm joking. Eels. Eels. Yes, I was gonna say. Sharks and Tigers. Tigers. Yeah. Uh, what What did you pick for your margin? Uh, twelve. The well, one they gave me. I got eight. And Bulldogs and Panthers. Panthers. Definitely. Okay. Well, that's our tipping for round five. Yep. Well, this concludes Lulu and Ellie's tipping. And see you next week. See ya. Bye. My nephews just finished their tipping. What's your lock for next week, do you think, mate? Um, I would have to say... Oof. Whoever the Panthers are playing. Yeah, it's Panthers versus Bulldogs, surely. <laughs> yeah. If you don't do that, what do you got game you're watching? Uh, yeah, it's got to be the Panthers. I mean, the Dogs have shown some signs of life, but yeah. not enough to, to trouble a team as good as as good as the Panthers. The rest of them, the Dragons might turn up against you, the Titans might turn up against the Eels. I mean, they're not as likely. The Riders might turn up against the Storm. You know, they're not as concrete as... Is that that's just going to be a toweling Penrith are just playing too well. Now, before I'd love to hear your wowment, if you've got any news, I wanted to quickly tell everyone about the Hyper M. So the team of the week this week had Ryan Pappenhausen at fullback, understandably because he um, he was just phenomenal in his game. Xavier Coates as well. There's two Melbourne players already. Talakai, Joey Manu, Ronaldo Molotalo, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses. There you go. There's two halves. Adam Fenua Blake, Harry Grant was a hooker who was also incredible. Uh, Braden Hamuel and Llewelly, Tyson Frizzell, good on him. David Fafita, David Fafita, wow. And uh, Cam Murray still in that lock position. The top 10 from 10 to 1 Ryan Papp, Payne Haas, Fenua Blake, Jack Whiten, uh, Talakai, Clifford still up there. He's a fifth. Tedesco's four, Dylan Brown's three, Cam Murray's number two, Dylan Edwards number one. For the longest time, it was Isaiah Yo in the top 10 at number one, then number two. But your boy Cam Murray. Arguably the best player in the comp. Well, him and Dylan Edwards. Yeah. Um, his multiplier changed. So instead, before it was just like 13 plus and then 1 to 12, whereas now it's actually by the amount of points that you guys win. So because Melbourne and... And he went, he went back and did it retrospectively. So the fact that Melbourne and Penrith killed teams, that would really help their people go up right. and Earls. I was wondering, but then Isaiah Yo has just Disappeared. dropped out. Mm. How's that happened? I don't know. Um, it's not that he's not playing well. Maybe it's only because there's, there's so many Panthers. This is also what happens often, is that other players eat your points because you're just in a great so team. So many guns. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Is there any other news you got before we move off? No, i got nothing. I did love that the NRLW Grand Final is oh. not going to have Brisbane in Upset. it. Upset. That was yes, so good. That was good. I was listening to that on the radio. Little S was asleep in the back and I was doing one of those ones where I was doing the like, tennis <laughs> pumps but without any noise. <laughs> Silent. Because that was 16-0 to the Broncos after about 10 minutes. And then the Roosters just slowly clawed back over the next 60 minutes and, and won. And the Broncos' dominance in the NRLW, you would have just phoned that in and been yeah. like, game over. Yeah. And they've played the Roosters twice in grand finals before and beaten them, so it was Gutsy great. by the, the Roosters girls. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous.
We found the end of another app, just as the vacuum's coming to clear us up. Uh, for all you legends who listened all the way through, thank you. We hope that whenever you sell a dummy, somebody buys it. Give the podcast a cheeky five stars. Tell your friends and tell them how great OD is because it's been a pleasure, sir. Always is. Monday morning special. I hope people could hear you this time. That would have been great because you're saying great stuff. Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials and we'll talk to you next time. Sports best friends. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.